Hello and welcome to what is episode 81 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamer, Jake. Yo, yo, yo. How are you doing, Jake? Fantastic, mate. How are you? Fantastic. That's great. Um, I'm doing good. You survive all that crazy storm up in Brizzy the other day? Ah, uh, yeah, barely. <laughs> Nearly crashed my car like at least five times, but got home in the end. It's pretty terrifying when you're in like torrential rain and it's just uh just blinding like you can't see anything on the road. Mm. I mean, it's, I that, like... it's that time of season for the old Brisbane storms, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a, it's been hectic pretty it's early that on. Wet season, right? Yeah, it's been like really weird down here in Melbourne. Like we had another one of those worries of uh, storm asthma the other day, and I got like uh, really tensed up for it because it hit me so hard last time. Um, but man, that's the amazing thing about Australia. Just get different weather all across the country. And here we are opening a video game discussion podcast talking <laughs> the about the weather. <laughs> uh, okay, Jake, we don't have an agenda today. Um, nor will we that's play what the wiki because it's just the two of us. Um, what do you mean? Why? What, what's what the wiki got to do with the weather? No, I said that's why we're talking about the weather because we have oh, no yeah, agenda. We got, so we're we like, oh god, agenda. feel the void. We're, feel the void. We're unprepared. We're talking about the weather today. Uh, no, what we're going to talk today about, Jake, is um, some announcements that have been happening. They've been dropping left, right, and center over the past week because we had both the PlayStation Experience Expo and the Video Game Awards. Um, so we're just going to like go through all the announcements that happened and just kind of share our thoughts on them. That sound all right? That sounds so good. Alrighty, how about we start with, let's start with the obvious one, The Last of Us. It's, uh, it's here. It's, it's happened. All my dreams have come true. And I could not be more excited. So much news has been coming out over this last couple of days. And oh my God, Jake. Oh my God. It's so exciting. Um, what were your initial thoughts on the announcement? Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Like the trailer was, uh, oh, I hit my mic. The trailer it was uh, very interesting. It definitely got... Uh, the feels happening again for uh, the, what are we talking about? <laughs> I was going to say Uncharted, <laughs> Last of Us. Um, but I'm super keen because we, yeah. you know, we we threw around speculation ages ago about what we thought the second game would be and whether you know Ali and Joel would come back and mm. or if they'd go a different route. But yes, indeed, those characters are back and ready to go. Uh, and you know, we've been having a, quite a bit of a debate on the team about what we think the story is going to be and everything. But what yeah. did you think of it? Oh, I I absolutely love the trailer. Um, there are a few kind of um, properties, I guess, that kind of reduce me to tears. But The Last of Us is one of them. I was, um, yeah, like it reminded me of when uh, there was that Star Wars Episode Seven trailer and hands like Chewie were home, and I was immediately like a bawling wreck. Um, oh my god! <laughs> but uh, but like I was welling up at the end of this trailer too, man. Like I was just so excited to see the two of them back as well. Um, I think it's going to be hard to like really kind of discuss The Last of Us um, Part 2 um, without kind of going into the end of the first game, but I want to try and avoid that as much oh, as possible. Um, I think there's because, been plenty of time there. Well, yeah, but I, I worry that still a lot of people haven't played it, and I think... It came I, out firstly, on PS3 and then remastered for PS4. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's a good lot of years. I, I think, like, the fact that this is even called The Last of Us Part 2 is such a bold move and one I respect so much because it's like, this is part two of a story. Like, this isn't The Last of Us 2. This is part two. Like, you needed to have played the first game. Like, you need the first part of the story to really understand this. Like, that's what that title says to me. And 
Oh my god, I absolutely love that. It's such a bold move because you know, like the the general sort of mantra, I guess, or the philosophy in the video game industry is that sequels sell better. Um, but that's when it's like you know, Watch Dogs two. In theory, that didn't work. Watch Dogs, alas. Um, what did it work? Assassin's Creed two. Like you have like that just the number two in the end there like generally translates to more sales but having part two there like that i think that flicks a switch in your in like the consumer's mind where it's like this is i need to have played the first game so i really want to encourage people to go and do that because it's so special um but yeah like i think it's so great that joel and ellie are back the way their story ends very much kind of begs for a continuation i certainly craved one um so man yeah this is just so so exciting um, do you, you want to delve into what you think part two is going to be like? Do we want to like do a timeout for spoilers for a second, or do we yeah, wanna... yeah, I, okay. I think. Oh, oh god, let's just say spoilers just in case, because one of us might yeah. accidentally. Uh, okay, so let's let it out of let's the bag, talk. But... Let's talk spoilers for maximum three minutes. So those listening. Pay attention to whatever the timestamp is now. <laughs> I think it'd be like around four or five minutes, and just like skip to the math um, eight minute mark or so, seven or eight minute mark. Double check that. I could be doing the math horribly <laughs> wrong. From whatever point it is now, skip forward three minutes. All right, spoilers, Jake, go. What do you think is going to happen in the in part two? Okay, okay, okay. So, what I think is going to happen in part two uh, is. I don't, do I need a. Th- reference part one no i don't so i reckon because in the trailer right like ali's in the trailer she's playing guitar by herself she's like it kind of like pans and go through all the rooms of the house and there's like dead bodies and things and they don't look like zombies so therefore they must have been like humans and she's just gone like a rampage killing people right mm. and then uh out of out of the doorway from this bright light comes who we think is joel but we don't actually see his face and then he said, "What does he say?" He says something it's like, Joel. It ha- you- it, "It's you can hear Troy Baker's voice. It has to be Joel." It, yeah, well, but like, what does he say? He said, "Are you a right kiddo?" or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like he doesn't have massive dialogue. So I feel, mm. and this is where the debate has come in the team. Like m- myself and Shannon reckon that Joel's either gonna be dead at the very start just after the start or he's definitely going to uh die later in later in the game and because she says i'm gonna kill them all i'm gonna kill them all it's like why would she have such hatred for whoever she wants to kill if she hasn't like lost the last person in her life you know what i mean Mm. but uh yeah I i think that's that's gonna happen I think yeah, it would be... and there's been like some people saying that theorizing that the Joel that you see in the trailer is kind of like a ghost or some sort of fig, not ghost, yeah. but like a figment of her, her imagination. I reckon like it's going sort of to be like um, like Joker in the Arkham Knight. Yeah, wow, Arkham Knight spoilers as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, like I, I think there's there is um, a plausibility to that theory. I kind of hope that's not true. I think, um, uh, like I don't know, I. I think that would be interesting, but I worry it could be overdone. But, you know, like, it's Naughty Dog. Like, they're good no matter what they do. Um, I think that this could be an interesting... Um, like, I-, I like to think that Ellie's maybe found someone. Like, she's found a partner or um, something like that. Some Somebody that she's lost, much like Sarah um, was Joel's loss. And she also goes this kind of similar grieving process that Joel went through, um, and starts uh. to, cause like you, you see kind of Joel kind of adopt her as a daughter, right? And he goes through this whole transformation process, but for then to sort of 
her to turn into Joel, I think would be sort of a really interesting path as well and kind of what I'd like to see them undertake. Um, but if? yeah, like... I've, I I can't remember who saw this, so I unfortunately can't credit them properly, but I heard that this this might be a game about hatred rather than... So the yeah. first game was about love, where this is about hatred. I think that might have been something that came out of the post-show conference, unfortunately. Um, if you're tuning back in, it's been three minutes already. I know I said we'd be done with spoilers in three minutes, um, but we're still talking Fast spoilers. Forward more. So Fast just, forward just skip forward another couple of minutes. Um, um, one thing while you say that now, right? What yeah. if... Okay, what if Joel's not dead... But, like, Ali's story does mimic Joel's from the first one. What if, she, mm. like, along the way, she's had, like, a kid, mm. and then because she's immune to the zombie stuff, but yeah. Joel didn't tell her, therefore, mm. uh, she's had a child, they figured out that they're immune to the zombie stuff, and then this, this, these people have taken the baby. Oh, holy crap. And then there's, there's like, intense. two secrets going on. Like, oh, well, not two secrets, but there's the whole thing of, like, her trying to get the baby back and then Joel's, like, has still not told her that, like, she's actually immune. And yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just really, really excited for the direction of this game, man. Like, um, I think Ellie being the focus of the game is great. Um, I think some people were thrown off by the fact that she's the playable character of the game, but I think that that transition is really well done at the end of the first game because you, you play as Ellie at the end of the game and having seen what Joel is capable of, that's suddenly really terrifying an experience. Um, so it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really great to see that sort of journey I think Ellie is going to undertake in this game and the role that Joel fits in that. It'll be really interesting to see. But I, I suspect that we'll have a, um, a prologue at the start of the game that is like picks up directly at the end of the of part one. Um, oh yeah. And, and it dresses, like a, yeah. And then there's a time jump. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll see something like that. Um, and I, I really hope they do kind of address the immediate aftermath of that kind of, yeah, her final words is like having Joel, having lied to her. He's, she sort of gives him that, that opportunity to tell the truth. And she kind of, I think she reluctantly accepts it. Like she suspects that he might be lying, but at the same time she says, okay. And for the game to then pick up at that point and carry on, I'm going to be super, super excited. All right. That's another two minutes. So we done with spoilers. Yes, we're done. Okay. All right. We stuck to that time really well, actually. All right. Um, well done. Okay, guys, we made it up past the spoilers. We're now spoiler we're free on the last of us. Um, well, Naughty Dog, uh, bookmarked the conference, Jake. Um, so the last of us part two was revealed at the end, but right at the start, um, we saw what is kind of a new Uncharted game, right? Mm. Um, have you got your head kind of around how this is all working? You able to describe it for us? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, I watched like the trailer slash gameplay, but I did stop it like halfway through. Cause the majority of it is just the character just like walking through the city. I never got to the end, which is probably yeah. the one bit I needed to wait for, for the, like, it was the big, definitely like, something bit. best enjoyed live. I think I was up at 5am to watch it and it was, it, they opened with it. And for a while I was like, is this that new Tomb Raider game? Like, is it possible <laughs> that they've already made so much of it? Um, and then it did cross my mind that it might've been the Uncharted, uh, single player, uh, but I was trying to figure out who this woman was. Um, mm. and, initially like i wasn't quite paying attention when like she reveals the robe and reveals that it's chloe i was like holy crap it's lara croft and holy crap this is nadine it's a tomb raider uncharted <laughs> crossover they game do. this is mind-blowing they look um, fairly similar they yeah like, i'm at a glance at a glance yeah uh and then it dawned oh no this isn't nadine and chloe this isn't the direction i thought this deal this st- single player 
add-on to Uncharted. It's not DLC. Like, it is a standalone thing. Um, it's a yes. standalone chapter, I think they call it, but they've sort of been marketing it as a new Uncharted game. Um, Refresh my mems. Mm. So, mm. I was, like, Chloe came yep. in in the second game as, yep. as Drake's, like, other friend slash lover. Yep. And then Nadine, she was the army chick in... Yeah, so she four? is kind of like the head of like the militia group, I guess. Right, yeah, in okay, in cool. the fourth, yeah. um, that uh, the bad guy was crap. I've got his name. The bad guy sort of hires to help find this treasure, the rich right? Dude, yeah, the rich dude. Um, yep. and she, I think she was like a sorely underdeveloped character in Uncharted Four. Like you didn't really get much from her, and her sort of pivotal character moments I didn't think were that well substantiated. So I'm gonna mm. be really interested to see more of her character. Um. Uh, Laura Bailey has a lot of like performance chops as well, so I reckon she'll bring you know some really sort of quality. It'd be interesting to see how it plays. Uh, like obviously, because we're not, uh, well, I'm guessing when when there's not going to be any Drake in this uh, this chapter. Mm. But uh, I'm just interested how it will feel. Like, will it still feel like an Uncharted game without you know that quirky? Uh, you know, Nathan Drake and Drake and his team's banter and and all that kind of stuff. You know, or will it will it just create a whole different vibe? Are they testing the waters? Do they want to go? Still keep Uncharted, but go in a different character route. You know. Yeah, I think I think Chloe is going to be a really kind of great character to supplement Drake. To be honest, I think they the two of them share a lot in common. Um, in two, like it sort of refers to them having a previous well does more than refer to them having a previous relationship. Um, and I think there is like a lot of similarity between their characters. Um, like Elena is much more of a sort of grounded character than Drake, um, mm. which is very much explored in the fourth game. Um, and I think Chloe is that sort of more wild, adventurous, dangerous sort of risk-taking character. Um, so I think like, I think we'll, in terms of that sort of levity, I guess, of the game, I think she's going to provide, provide that, um, but uh, I'm looking... I think the setting looks particularly interesting. There's that kind of... I don't know how far you got through the gameplay. I, it, it, it was a lot of gameplay. I, thought, I was worried um, that it was revealing a lot of the a lot of the content of the game. Yeah, she, like, walked through the door. The, that door yep. she initially had to go through. And then I was like, God, I've been watching this for, like, six minutes and nothing's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely something better live when you're kind of, like, guessing the whole time, I think. Um yeah, but there's like this awesome bit where she goes up to the rooftop in that building that she enters, and there's like this enormous cityscape of like an obliterated kind of city, or there's like a aerial kind of bombing raids and stuff. And I was like, and it looks kind of maybe Middle Eastern, kind of somewhere like that. Um, so I'm I'm kind of curious as to what the setting and story of the game is going to be. But yeah, really not what I expected. Like everyone was kind of no. thinking um, it would play into like Sa- the Sam who they introduced in the fourth game, uh, Troy Baker's character, um, and then. And a character released it uh, revealed at the end of that game. Um, mm. People speculated that too, um, <laughs> avoiding spoilers. We've done our spoilers for this episode, I think. Otherwise, people would just keep like skipping so fast nice. chunks of the episode. You're so nice, you and I reckon you know if it was any other any other the person, really if you weren't here, we'd probably be like, nah, just who cares? Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the Last of Us as well. How, did you see that? Like one of the Westworld writers. 
Um, it's I gonna... did see that. However, I don't watch Westworld, so okay. I know that's, that's a lot really of hype exciting, behind it. It's, but... Yeah, Westworld's really great. Um, and to see them kind of partner up with uh, Neil Druckmann would be really exciting. Disappointing to see Bruce Traley is not so heavily involved, though, because I think he, as a game director, really would have brought a lot to both Uncharted 4 and, and The Last of Us. Like, it's hard to kind of like pinpoint, like, oh, that was, that was his doing and that was his doing, but... At the same time, like I think the two of them clearly are a formidable team, as evidenced by their two games they've produced together. So to see him not involved is um, a little disappointing. But you know, it's Naughty Dog; they can do no wrong. Uh, anyhow, we've got a bunch of things to discuss too, as well. Um, what do you make of the Crash announcement? Uh, oh my god, it looks so good! I'm like so pleased that they really have just gone through and like remastered the whole thing. So if you guys have seen mm. like the trailer or the gameplay footage. It's really staying true to the original, but it just looks so much more uh, fantastic. And they're adding in more features like time trials and everything too um, for those speedrunners and everyone. So I think it it's looking awesome at the moment. I think they've only really showcased the first game. Um, mm, so yeah. I'm keen to see what they do with the other two. Um, but yeah, definitely keen for this trilogy to drop next year. What about you? Yeah, I was blown away seeing like the uh, graphical comparisons between mm. the first and this remaster. Like, it's funny how you forget how yeah, bad I was games to looked, say that, right? Like, seeing it like that, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, that's what games used to look like. I didn't. It didn't look that bad in my memory. You know, yeah, like you know when you, you visualize watch... the game, you're like, I don't know. You kind of fill in the blanks, I guess. Yeah, you you like watch that. You watch that. You know the the remastered uh, gameplay, and you're like, oh yeah, like. I mean, it looks okay, but then like they switch to those PS1 graphics in the trailer, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. she is like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, way, way better." It also made me think, like, how did we play this? Like, yeah, I know those right? jumps look far harder with the lesser amount of pixels. But I remember um, too when you play uh, the Crash l- little mini game in Uncharted, and like yeah. I. Like, the, the controls and everything are, like, exactly the same. And yeah. I always remember Crash being one of those, like, really hard games to master those controls or know exactly when to jump. And sometimes yeah. you'd do it at the same time, but you'd still fall in the pit. So, I yeah. hope that they kind of uh, give some more modern controls to it. But, I don't know, it, it still looks a little bit, uh, what's the word, like, staggered or... Mm rigid in the controls yeah. themselves yeah because it's in it's in quite tight environments but he makes quite large movements mm. so it's kind of yeah yeah i think it'll be interesting um what did you make of the character model shan was thought it looked a little weird no i think it looks fine like looks fine yeah. i i think it it's definitely uh more in that route of what we saw with skylanders and everything but mm. I don't think it's... I don't look at it and be like, oh, he's too cartoony or he's too exaggerated. I I think he, def- mm. he looks like he should in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like uh, one of those things, like they suddenly have more pixels to work with and they kind of have to like fill in the blanks where you can... Uh, I've kind of mm. used that expression twice already, but they, like... um. You he's know not, what I mean? Like he's not it, just he's kind of like an anymore. orange blob, and now they kind of have to, yeah, make him a bit more, yeah, like flesh him out a bit more. Yeah. Um, but uh, I looks it looks, looks great. I'm amazed they already have like gameplay on the floor. Um, yeah, it's crazy. They're clearly like powering through this game. Um, yeah, it's funny though because like I had so many friends being like, "Oh man, when are we going to see like more about the Crash trilogy?" And I yeah. like just had that sinking feeling of like, oh, guys, I don't know if we're going to see yeah. anything soon." Like. I know they brought out Skylanders first and they might just let that settle a little bit and then maybe next year we'll see like a teaser for it. Um, mm. So it's so cool that they're 
definitely further along than we were anticipating coming out next year i reckon this time next year probably drop mm. it yeah yeah i think so too i think it's going to be like a ideal sort of christmas um oh. release i'm blown away by the amount of people excited about this game like I, I you know i have a fair few mates that we kind of have a similar and like a similar interest in the same sort of sort of games mm. and um I kind of went to them like, oh my God, did you see the Last of Us announcement and Uncharted? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Crash though? Oh my God, <laughs> Crash. And I'm like, seriously? Like Uncharted? Last of Us? No. Um, oh. So people are like are crazy for Crash, man. It's it's going to be huge, I think. Um, it's, gonna be, it's going to be the mini NES of 2017. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you can download it and uh, <laughs> they won't sell out. <laughs> Um, thoughts on Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? Are uh, you, uh... nah, never... Is what, is this number three? Uh, I couldn't tell. I think so. I don't um, know. I don't know. Okay, we're I not fighting game guys. No, we? it looks yeah. cool. Like, you know, I, I watched a little bit and obviously the infin- uh, Infinity Stones and all that kind of stuff come into play. I don't know if that's been a thing in the past. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I yeah. guess with I know, nowadays I know that graphics would be like, cool. Capcom and Marvel have had some difficulties, I think, in the past. And, like, games were removed from the online stores and uh, and whatnot. So, it's good to see it kind of coming together for the sake of fans. And Marvel really kind of pushing games is uh, sort of um, a major kind of medium that they're clearly dedicated towards. Who so would be your your chosen fighter if you can think of a Marvel or Capcom character <laughs> right now? Um, favorite Marvel... Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My favorite <laughs> Marvel superhero is Spider Man, but I don't know how like how well he'd stack up in a fight. To be honest, like yeah. with other superheroes and I reckon I go. I'd go Iron Man. Iron yeah. Man's always a cool guy I th- to fight with. I thought it was really cool in the trailer to show Mega Man kind of fighting Iron Man like that. Yeah, that made that a lot cool. of sense to me. I thought that was really cool. Uh, what else was announced at PSX? Oh, how could we forget? Knack 2. How Surprised? could we forget? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Knack 1. Um, yeah, definitely I mean, this surprised. Is just comical, right? Like, I just, it's not something I expected. Like, you know, last podcast we were talking about things like Infamous 3 and obviously like The Last of Us stuff, but I would have thought like we would have seen something like Infamous 3 before Knack 2. Mm. It's yeah. just. Like I, I didn't think it was uh, um, a popular title when it when it launched with the PS4. I thought, you know, it, I it was very reminiscent of Ratchet and Clank and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But you know, they mm. redid Ratchet and Clank, so I, I just it wasn't on the back of my mind that they would do a Knack too. Are you yeah. keen? Are you going to get it? Well, I never played the original Knack. I mean, I considered it because like I grew up playing 3D platformers. Um, mm. That's that's my jam. Um, but yeah, like the criticism of the game was abound. So I just kind of stayed clear of it. Um, but I think I was like messaging in our group chat today. I was like, should I play Knack? Like, is it, what is I it worth I was just like, like, maybe I should just, is it worth just seeing it? how bad it is? Uh, is, is it <laughs> like, is it enjoyably bad? Um, but I don't know, like maybe, maybe they have a solid enough idea for Knack. I think the fact that it's co-op makes sense. Um, I did do think that Shannon raised a very salient point though. And that was, um, that according to like the roster at the moment, especially in like the triple, sort of like triple A first party realm, they really don't have a lot of family games. Um, no. like Horizon, Last of Us, uh, Death Stranding. They do not look like <laughs> the kind of games you want to be playing with your five-year-old. Hey, Death um, Stranding has like babies and things in it. Like, 
That will be a nice one with the family, right? Yeah, but they're kind of like swimming in oil <laughs> to line up with the feet of Matt Mickelson. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think that's a good point. Like maybe they just want to kind of um, push this towards family in 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 twenty seventeen, a year that the Nintendo Switch is coming out. Mm, um, that's very maybe true. that's just the sort of discussion that they're having internally. Um, that might make sense for the um, Crash announcement uh, and also like stuff like Rapper the Rapper and Lokoroko and Patapon coming to PS4 as well. Um, any of those exciting to you? I had Lokoroko on my PSP. Yeah. Um, and it, like it was an all right game. I'm not as crazy for it as Matt, who was shouting in our, <laughs> in our chats about where the hell is Lokoroko and missed that little subtext in the post. Um <laughs> But yeah, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't played the other two, Parappa, Parappa the Rapper and whatever the other one was. I'll send you some videos for Parappa the Rapper because I've, I've not played it either, um, but I have seen like hilarious videos like directly from that game. What, um, what is it? Like, what's uh, the well, point? Well, they showed like, it's, it's like, um, like a rhythm game, except you're kind of uh, like this rapping uh, <laughs> dog. dog. I don't know what he is. I don't know. He's, he's, he's got a, cool a sick guy. beanie though. Um, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's hip, right? He's hippity hop. Um, but Patapon is great too. Have you played the Patapon games? That's like the tribal rhythmy. Yeah, game another thing. rhythm game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of combat through rhythm, I guess. Right. Um, it's just a really kind of fun, intuitive kind of game. Um, yeah, interesting. I never really I, got into rhythm games. The only thing rhythm-wise close to it would be like Guitar Hero I had on PS2. Yeah. But apart from yeah. that, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a bit of fun. I think I'm glad to see that coming. Um, and lastly, your sort of thoughts on Death Stranding, seeing another trailer for that. What did you uh I that? did not watch the second trailer, trailer to oh, be totally honest. Walk me through it. Well, what was weird this time? Oh, well, I, I see dude, it in the thumbnail. I, there's like the baby in the puddle. Where do I start? Yeah, there was like um, this guy kind of in a suit, kind of like walks to a tunnel and he's holding a, like a baby in some sort of like steampunk looking canister. Um, and some troops walk over him, like a, a bridge over the top of the tunnel, and uh, they there's a tank that rolls over that's got this like tentacle kind of hanging off of it, um, and then there's like a bunch of dead things kind of washed up in some oil, and a baby doll kind of floats down the tunnel, and Mads Mikkelsen's there, and he has like a bunch of troopers connected to him with umbilical cords, and he phases, and it's weird, man. It's super weird. Super. That sounds very weird. Yeah, yeah. It's like Kojima. I feel like Kojima is like just being let loose here, and maybe, maybe he's <laughs> reined in. Um, <laughs> but uh, the talent behind this game is really exciting. Like I'm, and uh, it's apparently being built on um, Guerrilla's Horizon Zero Dawn mm. engine, um, which I think looks really exciting too. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. But yeah, like. This is early days. They've got to really just kind of hold back, I think, with the uh, trailers for this a little bit because uh, it's nowhere near, surely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's been the thing lately too. Like, trailers have been dropping left, right, and center for games that we're not going to see, like, anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, like, gets all this hype. And then by the time they come around, it's like, oh. What do you make of the way that PlayStation's handling E3 compared to their own uh, conference at playstation experience what do you mean well like at e3 right they kind of announced a bunch of titles that are like way into the future for them yeah but 
experience seemed to be much more kind of centered around with the exception of like the last of us perhaps um and death stranding kind of experiences that were kind of nearing completion i guess or we're going to expect in the next year rather than the next three mm. years um there was a lot of this is available now and this will be available later today or like this will be entering beta or whatever like there was a lot of a lot of emphasis on that i think um a lot more emphasis on the vita as well um sadly not so much on vr it was funny to see vita almost kind of mentioned more than more than vr um but like do you think do you think like it's just that they're kind of tailoring specifically towards a, a PlayStation audience where at E3 it's kind of a bit broader or yeah. know, do you have any thoughts on I, that? Um, I don't mind it to be honest. Like I think E3, it is like that big show, like big announcements, big teasers, you know? So for them, I mean, this year, probably too many, too many announcements of games that were nowhere close to getting released. But I, I, I definitely think that's more of the space to do that. Um, you know, and now towards the end of the year where we are thinking about like, oh, well, it's December. There's only a couple of games that I really want to get. I'm already thinking about next year. I think that's a good time to kind of do exactly what they've done, done and, you know, announce things like Crash and whatever else there was, Marvel, Knack, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it's definitely allowed me to say, oh, cool. Okay, I'm going to put that on my list for next year. Make sure I keep an eye out for that. Um Whereas if I, you know, if I think they dropped like when Crash was coming out in E3, then it might have slipped my mind towards this end of the year where all these games come out and then I'm suddenly, you know, on the console, on the couch for like three months and forget about the world. So mm. I think that's a, I think that's a good move by them to be totally honest. E3, mm. maybe, maybe announce a, a couple of extra things that are coming out soon yeah. and not leave it all for future reference. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't agree. mind it. Okay, well, I, I touched on Death Stranding, and that wasn't part of PSX. That was, in fact, actually revealed at the Game Awards. I got that confused. Um, there were another things uh, announced at Game Awards. I don't want to go through them all in the detail. I think we did those others because yeah. we're pushing time already. Um, but if I just rattle through the list, you can tell me yay, neutral, or nay. Does that sound all right? That so, sounds... That's a yay. You're that's in. a yay. <laughs> I love it. You're into the spirit of already. Yeah, uh, nice. Rocket League is heading to space. Uh, a hundred times yay. Bulletstorm is... Rocket League. All right, too much, too much. <laughs> uh, Bulletstorm is being remastered and released next year. Yeah, uh, nay. Nay, not, yeah, not I'm kind of nay, maybe neutral. Not a, have no attachment to Bulletstorm. Anyhow, much too information. Uh, Telltale's Guardian of the Galaxy was officially revealed as a five-part uh, yep. episodic adventure. Yay, I agree. Yay, definitely. Bethesda's Prey had its big gameplay reveal. Uh, after watching the gameplay, definitely more of a yay than a neutral that I was sitting on before. I agree, yay. Uh, Shovel Knight is getting a prequel. Uh, yep, don't know what that is. <laughs> um, Shovel Knight's made by Yacht Club Games. It's like a, this kind of 16-bit style game. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool. I've not played it, but it looks really cool, it's, and I need to play it. It's been on my to-do list for ages, and the fact that it's getting a prequel is a yay for me. Uh, we've got two new looks at Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, I have um, yet to watch watch those yet, but definitely always keen for that game because I'm getting a, a Switch, so that's going to be a game that I get on but it. But it's Bam. Zelda yay. Breath of the Wild, so yay. Um, we got our first look at Season 3 of Telltale's The Walking Dead. Uh, haven't played the other two, so Ooh. that's probably going to be a nay for me. Ooh, definitely a yay. Uh, we got <laughs> to see five explosive minutes of Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, that's definitely a nay. Not interested in Mass Effect. <laughs> I said you're going to be a very unpopular person today, Jake. I know. All, all, every time I say someone I haven't played Mass Effect, they're like, what yeah. are you doing? But sorry, guys, haven't played it. 
Are you, have you come around on Final Fantasy 15 yet? Are you going to pick that up? Um, look, considering how much you enjoyed it, mm. um, I'd probably I enjoy it quite a bit. I feel like if I enjoyed it, like, it, I, I thought like it would be more up your alley taste. than it would be mine. Yeah. yeah. And you've but, kind of, you've done JRPGs before, right? Not really. I've only kind of dipped my toes here and there. Well, only Kingdom Hearts. So I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm not like a veteran, but mm. close enough. Like Final Fantasy City and Kingdom Hearts does lap over. So I feel... I would definitely um, like it. Uh, however, not too sure if I'm going to get it. Maybe I'll utilize EB's return policy. I don't know. <laughs> With that, let's bring an end to what was episode 81 of The Startcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. Just search The Startcast. Follow Press Start on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and Instagram at press.au, as well as visiting the site, of course, at press.com.au. You can join the conversation by using the hashtag at the Startcast. I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan T. Roxborough. Joining us today was the ever-wonderful Jake. <laughs> I love how you were thinking, hmm, what should I, I call like, uh... Jake? Should I, I just know. say Jake? Should I so give I him just, a nickname? He needs he needs a title. We need to develop titles for each other. Next year, 2017, we'll start it with a bang with Goals. nicknames and titles and whatnot. I love it. I love um, it. Yeah, you guys, you, you can... Have... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we can all have our own little theme song. Go on. Yeah, you can You can follow me uh, on Instagram and on Twitter at underscore Jake Barros, B-A-R-R-O-S. I'd love, or I guess we would both love to hear what you guys thought of PlayStation Experience or the Game mm. Awards. What are you anticipating? What are you loving? What do you want to see more? What are you going to get your hands on next year? Um, yeah, hit us up for sure. Yeah, we didn't even discuss the winners of the Game Awards. Let us know yeah. if you thought Overwatch deserved its uh, victory. I know people are mixed on that. I mean, I saw it coming, it, but... Best game? It got. Did it not get Game of the Year, Overwatch? I, I don't know. I was at work and it, there was it won messages. A bun- it won a bunch of awards. Um, there was like 200 messages deep in our chat and I was just like, yeah. I'm not oh. reading that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that happens, doesn't it? Alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We will catch you next week. Uh, oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say happy gaming. I was uh, like, yes, where's the cue? Yeah, sorry. How, what, God, I, without I a script, game. mate. Uh, yeah, geez, I'm just a bit wreck, aren't I? I messed up the <laughs> intro. Messed up the intro. Happy gaming, Until happy guys. Ga- Until next week, <laughs> happy gaming. Adios. Goodbye. <laughs>